Story and Sound. Around the year 1900, a new sort of gathering place began to appear in the Western world. Writers, musicians, artists, and other creatives came together and formed artists' retreats, peaceful havens away from the pressures and distractions of modern society. Here, they could live and work undisturbed, surrounded by like-minded people. In these communities, the time away from day-to-day life, with its demands and routines, is a revitalizing experience. Journalist Ted Luce explored this in a 2021 article in the magazine Le Ficiel. The very concept of an artist's residency gained steam in the early 20th century, at a time when the world got dramatically busier, denser, noisier, and more urban. Suddenly, there was something, actually a lot of things, to get away from. The most famous of these retreats is Yaddo, a community in Saratoga Springs, New York. Yaddo artists have won 82 Pulitzer Prizes, 34 MacArthur Fellowships, 70 National Book Awards, and a Nobel Prize for Literature. Notable Yaddo artists include James Baldwin, Leonard Bernstein, Truman Capote, Aaron Copland, Langston Hughes, and Sylvia Plath. These accolades and famous names are perhaps the ultimate proof that people enjoy the richest experiences when they take time out to simply be. The word retreat conjures up ideas of an oasis, a place to step away and find privacy, peace, and rest. Sometimes, retreats attract people who crave solitude, but as with artist retreats, they can also be gathering places where people come together to share ideas, experiences, or just their time. Mount Cook Lakeside Retreat is such a place. It offers relaxation for those who need time away, It also welcomes couples, families, and friends to enjoy quiet holidays, large celebrations, weddings, birthdays, and all manner of occasions. People are drawn to gather here, just as they are drawn to the presence of Auraki or Mount Cook, New Zealand's tallest peak, which dominates the landscape. This episode is the story of Mount Cook Lakeside Retreat as a gathering place, how its owner's vision has evolved and expanded over the years, and the many ways they welcome people to come together and enjoy time in this beautiful part of New Zealand. Luke and Kay Cooper always planned to host guests on their rural property on the doorstep of Auraki Mount Cook National Park. But as time went on, their vision changed dramatically. They purchased their 160-acre Mackenzie Region estate while still living in Wellington. The prospect of shifting from a city of more than 400,000 people to a rural district of just over 4,000 was exciting but daunting. Were you concerned at all about how it might affect you moving from the city to such a remote place? I'd never lived in a rural environment before and I felt that I would get quite lonely because in the city you're surrounded by people 
And, you know, we had a lot of friends up in Wellington, or still do have a lot of friends. Their idea to host guests began as a way to combat this worry. They planned to build a cottage on the estate where they could invite writers and artists to stay and work for a period of time. Basically, an artist retreat, a yaddo in miniature in the heart of New Zealand. This peaceful property, with its inspiring views of Auraki and the Mackenzie country, would be the perfect setting for creative work. So my concept, because I love reading, was to have a small cottage that we could invite writers into and I could get to meet them and have great conversations. But as they began working on the land, clearing trees and brush and discovering its full potential, the idea to host artists grew into something a bit more grand. They realised they had a place so special, people would travel from all over the world to experience it. I was in Wellington quite a lot at the beginning when Luke was down here. He had the diggers in to clear the building site here for the homestead. We were going to build a, a house in the trees. We thought that would be quite, you know, woodsy. And um, he rang me up because the digger driver had convinced him to open right up. He rang me up and said, you've got to get a ticket and come down and have a look what I can see. Because suddenly we could actually, you couldn't really see the lake at that point, but you could see Araki through the top of the trees. So I jumped on a plane and came down and... Was well, blown away. Yeah, it was well. It was fantastic. More than I actually expected. It was starting to change our minds a little bit about what we do here. And so, their vision began to grow. First, they built their own residence, the homestead. They ran it as a bed and breakfast, with guests staying in a private wing of the house, taking meals in Luke and Kay's own dining area. When they added a second accommodation, the Ashley McKenzie Villa, all the cooking for guests was still done in the homestead kitchen. Once we had Ashley McKenzie up and running, Kay was actually doing all the cooking for the guests in Ashley McKenzie and the homestead, and I was helping her to be the delivery boy and also washing up the dishes. And it became very clear that that wasn't going to be sustainable because it was it was hard work. It was long days and long nights. So we came to the understanding that we'd really need to have a commercial kitchen with a chef. So on on sort of visualising what we would do with that, we felt it would be good to not only have the commercial kitchen, but then actually to have a venue that we could hold functions in. And if you have a venue, then you need to have more accommodation and so the snowball goes rolling. Moraine Lodge was built as both a commercial kitchen and indoor event space. It seats up to 100 people comfortably indoors, and the Great Hall opens onto an outdoor patio for indoor-outdoor celebrations. Once the estate had a larger kitchen and event space, it made sense to add more accommodation to go with it. They built the Moraine Villas next to Moraine Lodge, with views over the Golden Mackenzie Basin and the Benahoe Mountain Range. So we're actually come up to a size that we're able to have the three chefs in and have a good number of our team as well. Guests of the retreat have meals hand-delivered to their private villas. If they prefer socialising with their hosts and fellow travellers, they can choose to dine in Moraine Lodge. 
We have dinner with guests quite often and I love that experience. And I think they do as well because they're, they're in New Zealand and they're meeting Kiwi owners. Like I'm about a seventh generation Kiwi. My family came out on the first boats. And so I'm probably as Kiwi as you get. And it's quite nice to be able to show your Kiwiness, I guess, to overseas guests and they enjoy that. This is the evolution of Kay's original idea, to invite artists and writers for company and conversation. The vision has expanded, but the ethos is the same. The flow of visitors to the retreat ensures a stream of interesting and inspiring people through their remote corner of New Zealand paradise. Their guests travel from around the globe, seeking time to rejuvenate, find inspiration, reconnect with themselves, and reflect. Past retreat visitors include some very high-profile celebrities, but Luke and Kay are reluctant to name-drop their famous guests. Those visitors travelled to the retreat to enjoy a peaceful refuge, and their hosts want to honour that trust. I think anonymity is important. You know, we've had some very high-profile people stay here. We don't normally talk about that. It's not within our nature because what we'd like to create here is the sense that you can come here and enjoy the privacy of the retreat without it being something that's exposed to the world. We really value the fact that people can have their own private space and we respect the fact that they might not want that shared with the world. Just as interesting, Kay says, are the guests who aren't media celebrities but have fascinating careers as leaders and innovators in all sorts of fields. I like the idea of getting together with the guests, getting to know their stories. We meet some amazing people here. We meet some really interesting people that have come through all parts of the world. She rattles off a quick list. The woman from Boston who trained as an engineer to work on submarine mechanics, but wasn't allowed to set foot on the ships themselves because it was considered bad luck to have a woman on a submarine. The man from Korea who headed a team of hundreds leading the development of smartphone cameras. The American woman working on research and development into permaculture in the United States. Each time they welcome someone new to the retreat, they experience the wonder of the place again through fresh eyes. The excitement and emotion of each guest is a reminder of their own feelings when they first cleared the land and saw Aoraki in the distance. Villa Guestbook, October 2020. We have been all around the world over the last 10 years, but nowhere have we found anything as special as this place. A truly amazing place. The growth of the retreat team and the addition of function space and more guest villas led to a boom in its popularity as a wedding venue. We started to do a few small elopements weddings before Moraine Lodge was built. But once Moraine Lodge was built at the end of 2018, we started to get quite a few inquiries for larger weddings. So the lodge has been specifically designed to cater for weddings and for gatherings. And it's been designed so that we have this wonderful pergola outside that can be covered in. And it's absolutely wonderful seeing large groups with their band out there at the weddings and, and enjoying just the whole outdoor atmosphere of it. 
So weddings and functions have become really quite important to us. Well, we're most likely this year we'll be looking at around 30 to 40 weddings that we'll be holding on site here. It's a perfect wedding location with multiple elegant indoor and outdoor spaces for ceremony and reception, in-house catering by the retreat's private chefs, the option to book out the entire estate for exclusive use, multiple villas to house the wedding party on site, and plenty of additional accommodation for wedding guests just five minutes away in the town of Twizel. The retreat is secluded and private, but easily accessible by road, just three and a half hours' drive from Christchurch International Airport and two and a half hours' drive from Queenstown International Airport. Private planes fly into Pukaki Airport five minutes away, or Mount Cook Airport 30 minutes away. There is also direct helicopter access to Mount Cook Lakeside Retreat with multiple helicopter pads on the estate. The helicopter access to the property allows wedding parties to fly away for elopement ceremonies or photography sessions in the mountains or even on a glacier. The incredible photography locations in the area, combined with the beautiful views at the retreat, make for some breathtaking wedding stories and image galleries on the retreat's website. It's not only weddings, but all manner of special celebrations that take place at the retreat. They've hosted anniversary parties and birthday gatherings, honeymoon getaways, and they've worked with several guests to plan surprise marriage proposals. We have a lot of honeymoon couples coming here, and we also have quite a number of people who propose here Mm. that actually organise it before they come, and we do special things for them while they're here so that the time to pop the question is just how the person wants it to be when they pop the question to their partner. Villa Guest Book, March 1st. Our trip has been to celebrate a landmark birthday, and our expectations and desires have been exceeded at every turn. A big thank you to all the staff for making our stay memorable and our desire to return intense. You have created a wonderful haven of peace and serenity with top-notch service. Looking forward to our next visit. In the early days, Kay worried about feeling isolated in the Mackenzie region. But as it turned out, she needn't have. What I've found is that the rural community here is very welcoming. And I was invited to coffee mornings with an older age group of farmers' wives or station wives. And then I got to know their children and are still good friends today. With the support of their community connections, the retreat has become a gathering place not only for visitors, but for locals interested in food and wine, wellness, the arts, and more. The retreat has hosted a monthly supper club, yoga and health seminars, wine and whiskey tastings, and other events designed to bring in Mackenzie residents. They've also partnered with charities and hold benefits to raise money for causes such as medical research into childhood illness. We also decided pre-COVID actually to partner up with some kind of charity and we chose the Maligan Institute initially, which is a research institute uh, researching into things like cancer and COVID. And we put on a gala ball here for the Maligan Institute. After COVID, we changed tack because 
children are important to us. And we've partnered up with Cure Kids, who also do research into childhood illnesses, and particularly mental health, we thought was important following COVID because mental health in children seems to have taken quite a hit over that time. So we had a gala dinner last year, and we've got another one coming up this year. Mount Cook Lakeside Retreat offers something different to each of its visitors. For some, it is a gathering place to celebrate and enjoy time away together. For others, it is a quiet place to refresh their spirit and renew themselves in the beauty and wonder of the landscape. No matter what experience their guests are seeking, Kay and Luke hope they will find the privacy, peace and rest promised in the name Retreat. What is it that you would like your guests to take away with them from their time here at Mount Cook Lakeside Retreat? When guests leave, I'd love them to have the feeling of manakitanga, which means they've been welcomed here, they feel at home. A lot of guests say it feels like they're at home. Not that it's homely here, but they feel very comfortable, they feel very safe. All of the team, they have the job of being welcoming and friendly and helpful. My feeling is that they leave and they've been overawed by the place. They understand the place and the location and they want to come back.